After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Also, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check us out on Off the Floor. That's text directly to your phone from Brady, Alex, Greg, and me. Bypass Twitter X, whatever it's called these days. Get Q&As, special contests. We run prize picks promo contests there all the time as long as you're subscribed with the code five and also we uh well we give you inside information and we've given you some inside information that actually kind of led to this episode so we're going to talk about that as we go forward here so check them out at check us out at winno.app that's w-i-n-n-o dot a-p-p backslash off the floor also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network i mentioned prize picks use that code five f-i-v-e get that initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars you can play the fiba world cup there we're going to be doing a lot of that stuff on playback so check us out on playback you can watch those games with us watch eric spolster coach one of the things that you can do during fiba but you can also play prize picks you can also of course play mlb nfl preseason nfl futures esports wrestling MMA, boxing, it's all there. Go to prizepicks.com. Use that code 5FIVE to get that initial deposit matched up to $100. And now, today's episode. Down to Biscay. Yay. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars. Wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck is saying, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop with one hand. Impact we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I've got Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. I've got Brady Hawk. You can follow me at Brady Hawk 305. Check out the episode that I just did with Alex Toledo. We, he and I got into Team USA. Had a little bit of fun speculating on who on the Team USA roster may end up with the Miami Heat. So listen to that. We know that the Heat have used <laughs> Team USA situations as kind of recruiting grounds. Uh, Sometimes they weren't even realizing they were doing it because, of course, Dwayne, LeBron, and Chris Bosh decided to come together on the back of a bus. I believe it was 2008. And then you look forward a little bit, and Dame and Bam established a relationship, which is now leading to today's episode. And now Eris Bolster is the assistant coach, as I mentioned, of Team USA. But we're going to talk Dame today. Uh, and as we've done, it seems like 50 times since the trade demand was made about 53 days ago, I think. 
as we're speaking here. And we're actually going to expand on a topic that we touched on a couple of weeks ago, which was we raised the possibility of the Heat keeping Tyler Hero, but still acquiring Dame Lillard. It didn't get a lot of attention when we did it here on the podcast and on Off the Floor, but now today it's getting more attention. There was a report in Clutch Points that the Heat are attempting to figure out a way to do this where they can keep Tyler uh, and still get Dame. And then uh, it led to a bunch of speculation, of course, on Heat Twitter about what that may look like. And and Greg, I just want to go back to the beginning here before we go forward onto what is the preferred course of action can you go back to give, because we're looking at two, three weeks ago now, where you gave a possible path. We devoted an episode to this of how they could get Tyler. We didn't say this is what they were necessarily doing, but how they could uh, could keep Tyler and still get Dane. Well, yeah, I mean, this is the fun part about the offseason, right, is that as it, the longer that we go, the more speculative stuff comes up. And that's really what we were doing based off of mathematics. I mean, when you look at the cap, when you look at the tradable salaries and you look at the fact that Duncan Robinson is, you know, do a hefty amount. Kyle Lowry has a large expiring contract. Caleb Martin is, you know, a $6.8 million deal that is easily slotted in, in certain situations. There's just a lot of ways for the heat to make the money work quote unquote. So that's like the easy part of it. I think the, the larger issues and it's stuff we talked about back on our episode were, you know, is it feasible to actually pull it off? How would it work on the court? Can you actually field? And I think this is what we're going to talk about now. Um, a group around players that it would be that high of a salary at the top uh, of the roster. So there's lots of question marks. Would Portland even want to do a deal where either the draft capital that is associated with Tyler Hero or Tyler Hero himself wasn't coming? I don't know. Obviously, we know that they're lukewarm on Tyler Hero. Still doesn't make sense to me. Just collect good young players, but mm. they're the trailblazers. So I, I don't know that it's really um, something we should get fixated on as a fan base, as analysts, et cetera. It's something that popped up in the headlines. And technically, by math, it absolutely is possible. And the one thing we know is that Tyler Hero would like it. We know he wants to be here. Um, For sure. Going to, going to Miami Pro League, nothing's changed in that regard. I think some of the bitterness that people thought was going to uh, be the case after his name has been out there in trade talks, it doesn't seem like that's what's actually happened here. And I've mentioned on the podcast many times that I actually think that's helped the Heat in their leverage. Because I think one of the things that Portland is betting on is it's going to be at least as much of a circus in Miami, if not more, than it is in Portland. And I've always said the only way it was a circus was if Tyler Hero makes it one. Because I, I don't really think that Kyle Lowry is going to do that. Let's be honest. Kyle's at the end of a career collecting a check at this stage. I don't really think – I mean, and if, and if he gets traded somewhere else, he's likely going to get bought out if it's a team like Portland or something like that. And he'll end up in a place like Philadelphia – or some other contender or place close to home that makes sense for him. I don't think that's an issue. And Duncan Robinson has been out there in all these trade talks. I mean, that's been the case for him for three years. I mean, it's really Tyler, who's a 23-year-old, still ascending player, who still wants to prove something, who just got a sizable contract from the Heat. And how is he going to take, you know, essentially being discarded in a trade like this? And it seems like he's at least channeling it the right way. And I do think that that helps Miami in all this. But Brady, as we go to this, it, it kind of becomes – a choice it seems like okay there's a lot of variables here but it kind of seems like a choice of 
keeping Tyler Hero or keeping potentially Jovich and Martin? Is that is that a fair way to characterize this? Because it feels like Hakez goes regardless. And I know we just did an episode where I said I'd rather move Hakez than Jovich, and I think Greg and I agree on that. Um, yeah. but but it, 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 it does it feel that way? first? I go, before we go to Brady, Greg, does it feel like that that it is kind of like because I, I want to get his view on which he would prefer. Does it feel like it's Hero or Martin and Jovic in this in this completely hypothetical or theoretical I don't know what kind of theoretical situation it is. Yes, uh, I I would uh, it basically this is a situation where the Heat can match straight up for Dame with Lowry and Duncan Robinson if we're going straight to the money. So then you're talking about what else are you adding to that because that obviously is not a fair trade. So it's about what can they drum up around those two guys where the money already works and make that worthy. And so that's where we're making the leap as a show to say that it would probably take Caleb Martin, Nikola Jovic, Jaime Jaquez, and all the available draft picks necessary. Uh, maybe they've been freeing up a pick with Oklahoma City. You know, like that was kind of floated around on social media today. Maybe Caleb Martin ends up in a place like Oklahoma City to free up the necessary draft capital, et cetera. So, um, that does appear to be like what the theory would be is like, that's how you keep Tyler out of the deal is to send basically everything else you have along with these expirings. And that would just mean that Portland had lost even more leverage. Uh, and so we'll see what happens, but yes, that's the theory. All right. So Brady, let's throw out that theory. Would you rather have Tyler hero going into next season? Or would you rather have Kayla Martin and Nikola Jovic? If there's any scenario where you can get Damian Lillard and keep Tyler Hero, I'm keeping Tyler Hero. Like, I, I don't think that other scenario, I'm looking into it that much. Like, yes, we have to consider it just because we've talked a whole bunch about, like, the Jovic ascension and the Caleb's impact and all of that. But if you're cashing in your chips right now to go get Damian Lillard, try to win right now, you keep Tyler Hero because he gives you the best chance to win right now, in my opinion. So, like, I, I don't think... I feel like when I've seen this whole conversation, I feel like we're overthinking it a lot in terms of on the court where it's like the, I've heard the backcourt is too bad defensively. Miami had Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson in their backcourt. Like, I think they could be okay with Damian Lillard and Tyler hero. Like we were like really overthinking that for one perspective. Uh, I've seen other stuff about maybe Tyler coming off the bench. We could cross that bridge when we get there. If we want to have that conversation that ends up happening and Tyler accepts it. Cool. If he doesn't, cool as well but it doesn't matter you have at this point it's like trying to acquire talent on the roster and you're giving Spolstra, Damian Lillard, Tyler Hero, Jimmy and Bam in this hypothetical world to work with like yeah I, I'm doing that and there's enough rotation guys on the back end to kind of deal with it it would be tough to kind of see a guy like Jovic go and a guy like Hawkins go specifically Jovic I think just because of all the stuff we're seeing right now with the way he's been playing and all that stuff and you're talking about his ceiling and all of that but still you have to kind of put it in the perspective the fact that this is a win now situation. I think Tyler makes the most sense. And I know Greg is going to give the flip side of this, which is partly about the the financial aspect, which I think is an interesting part of it, but I'm not talking about the money side of things right now. I'm talking about the basketball side of things. Like y'all can figure I'm not the one figure out the money stuff. You, Everybody else can figure out the money stuff. When we cross that bridge, you keep Tyler hero. If you can keep Tyler hero, Greg, take the other side, please, because I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to unbreak this tie. If you take the other side, go ahead. So I understand where y'all are going. This is just where I'm coming from. 
one, I don't want to get people's hopes up too much. Like that's first off, because I get accused constantly of being the hope trafficker that is saying that the heat are going to do all kinds of crazy things because of my faith in Riley and Andy. And so I'm trying to one, be realistic, but two, I can make a little bit of an argument that Caleb Martin next season would be more instrumental and impactful to Jimmy Bam and Dame as a prototype, his skill set than Tyler Hero, frankly, like straight up. I think that they Hero is overkill to what Dame brings, whereas Caleb Martin provides a lot of other stuff that they don't get from anyone else on that team. You're really putting a ton on Jimmy and Bam defensively to be available to keep that defensive float. It's not just about being great in the postseason at that point. So I don't know. I there's It's not as much about any of the other young players. I think that on the court, it would be closer than we expect. And they, this is where I veer in the other direction. The, the financial commitment to carry a top-heavy roster where you're going to spend seasons with two guys making over $50 million and another two guys making over $30, $40 million, you know, approaching $40 million in Bam Adebayo's case and over $30 million in Tyler's case, it's going to get punitive. You're not going to have the necessary mid-level exceptions. You're going to have to be playing uh, above the second apron and all of those punitive things, which we've talked about on other episodes. I'm not going to bore people. I just think it's a tough ask. If any org can pull it off, y'all know it's the culture that that can make it work. But I just think when I when I look at the building around that team going forward, whether they re-sign Caleb or not, that would I guess be a major factor in this conversation. So we're having to go hypotheticals now. Um, but I, I I'm not as quick to jump on that it's that much of a slam dunk. Can I can I just counter with the the Caleb point? Like in, in mm-hmm. that scenario, you're keeping Haywood Highsmith and Josh Richardson. So mm-hmm. like, you're I right. feel like in that perspective, you can fill some of the stuff he's done, just like with the defensive aspect and maybe some of that. So I think in terms of that, like if hypothetically, let's just go through what a roster could potentially look like with Tyler. If it's let's say it's Dame Tyler, Jimmy, Highsmith, Bam, Josh Richardson, Kevin Love. Thomas Bryant, and then obviously you're going to fill in and find a, a buyout. Christian Wood for, and Kelly Oubre. Well, there you go. That We're going to tee up our probably next episode. But uh, that's – I mean, that's what you're dealing with. Like, I feel like you can fill – I think it's – I'll just say it's easier to fill Caleb than it is Tyler, in my opinion. Like, Tyler is that dynamic that I think it's harder to fill what he provides. We're going to – we're going to go to break because I'm going to do something afterwards that most people don't expect me to do typically. I do want to mention a couple of great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. Our betting partner is better edge. Use the code five RSN, get $20 to play. You're betting against others who use it. You're not betting against the app itself. And it's based in Minneapolis, not in Costa Rica. That's why it's legal. Go to betteredge.com, find the line that you want. And again, use the code five RSN, get $20 to play. Also, if you have any kind of damage in your house, leaks, water, mold, any of that stuff, reach out to our friends at Water Cleanup of Florida, based right there in Boca Raton, but they service all the South Florida. Heck, they service Southwest Florida, too. They're always on the other coast helping out people in Fort Myers. They did so after the hurricane. Reach out to Michael Robert and his team, Water Cleanup of Florida. They've got more than 75-star reviews 
on Google's they all Google they also have a preventative maintenance program because you know that after something happens the insurance companies don't want to help you so why don't you head it off okay go go to wcufl.com wcufl.com learn more about their customizable maintenance tips service plan and annual inspections hurricane priority service air quality testing and more so reach out to them wcufl.com water cleanup of florida or on michael's personal cell 954-579-0356 954-579-0356 water cleanup of florida if you've got the schmutz they got the guts hey it's ethan scolnick for five on the floor in the five reasons sports network as you know we heard from pat riley recently everybody has an opinion on trades free agency who they should keep who they should give up who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products. And that's why I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handled. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer. Means you can use them longer and also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks half of what you pay for other big brands also i would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash so check it out you can go to harrys.com backslash five that's harrys.com backslash five you'll get a 13 dollar trial set for just three bucks again don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. Harry's.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here's where I'm going with this, okay? Uh, to me, this is not even close. Uh, and and, and I, I don't typically, that's why I want to do this episode because honestly, Greg and I don't disagree on a lot much. And I don't feel like you feel strongly about this one, actually. No, of course not. Uh, but you absolutely keep Tyler Hero. Like I, I don't, I don't think there's any question here. And, and I'll, I'll go through some of the reasons, but I'll start here. He's the best player. He's the best player and he's 23 years old. And look, I, I, I know people know how I feel about Caleb and how I felt about Caleb from the beginning, but Tyler hero is the best player we are talking about. Nikola Jovic has a great future ahead of him. We just did a whole episode. Keep him instead of Hawkins. Right. But it's theoretical. 
Like, we don't know yet. Like, we haven't seen him on the court in high-leverage situations. Now, we have seen Tyler, and I know people are going to come back at me and say, well, the playoffs a year ago, even – I'm talking about the previous postseason were not very good even before he got hurt. We don't know what he would have done this postseason. I am not going to blame him for diving for a loose ball, but he had 12 points when he came out in that series, and I think we all think he was going to have a strong series based on the way that they were going to play him and the way he was driven to succeed there. Um, but we saw it. Look, we saw it in the bubble. Okay, we've seen it in high leverage situations in big regular season games that Tyler has come through. And I I, look, I've even made the point that a lot of his numbers come when they lose. Okay, and it's a chicken or the egg type theory. And I know he doesn't love that. I brought up that stat so much, but he's the best player we're talking about. You're trying to win a championship now in Jimmy's window. And the equation changes. Like, I understand saying you swap out Tyler to get Dame to win in Jimmy's window. I get that. That's what we're talking about. But then you have to make the case then that if you can keep a guy like Tyler Hero as your fourth best player, yeah, as your third scorer, to take the burden off of Bam to really have to do any of that. Can you imagine how good Bam's going to be if he's out there with Jimmy, Dame, and Tyler as offensive players with the relationship, the cohesion he has with Tyler already, the friendship he's got with Dame. And we know it's clunky at times, but having played with Jimmy for this many years, that literally, like, you could just say to Bam, just defend everything. (laughs) We'll run some stuff with you at the top and go get dunks. Okay, like a lot of the pressure that we've been putting on Bam that he's had to put on himself goes away. If you have a third score, or in some cases, Tyler may end up being the second score of that quality, of that level of efficiency, who is a potential 37 to 40 percent three point shooter, who has a mid range game, who has gotten much better at making reads and the defensive stuff, I like like Brady said, they have started worse defenders. Kyle Lowry is not an elite defender at this stage in the backcourt. Okay. He doesn't guard anybody at the point of attack. They have to switch everything. So I'm not really that concerned about Dame and Tyler together. Again, if you're putting three good defenders with them, and as you mentioned, Haywood Highsmith is still here and Josh Richardson is still here and they can play some with Josh at the three and Jimmy at the four. And they can also play some with Haywood at the four and they can switch all that stuff out. But to me that the Josh Richardson signing, protected you in a scenario like this. And we talked about it at the time that if they had to move Caleb Martin because they didn't want to move somebody else or because that's what it required, they have the ability to do that because they have a player who can do some of the same things that Caleb can do at a much cheaper price point. And I just, the one other thing on this, okay. If Caleb Martin was signed at this number for the next three years, I would say, okay, but this team's going to get expensive anyway. Because if you have to pay, nay, not this season, but if you, you're, what are you going to be paying, Caleb? With the numbers, the way they've gone up, Tyler's contract is going to look reasonable in a year. It looks yeah. reasonable now. I, I think that the argument people are going to make is like, let's just say Caleb walks because he's too expensive too, because Tyler is also too expensive as well because of how punitive it is. So like, if you're just building, let's just talk about the the three guys and we're not even talking about the rest. You'd have no mid-level exception ever. Your your draft capital is already completely gone, so you're not hitting on picks. You don't have any picks. So it's essentially you're doing what the Heat do. So, like, obviously, I'm the one who peddles this 
loudest that like, yeah, the Heat could, they're the ones that can navigate this. They'll show the rest of the league how to do it correctly. And like, it'll then become the the new blueprint around the league to do it because it's like the, the one org that could probably uh, game the system the to a degree, but it would take a financial commitment, Ethan. And I know that I guess Dame. Requires I don't, I don't want to hear anyway. it on that. I don't I don't want to hear it on that. And I, I and this is why I'm a little surprised you're taking that side of it, because I know you don't want to hear it on that. Oh, I don't want to. No, I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to hear about the financial commitment anymore. I don't. If you are going for it. Look, if you have a middling team, I understand not wanting to spend into the tax and not wanting to go into the second apron and all that. If you have a team and you've committed to Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo and Dame Lillard to start, there should be no expense spared because there's so many financial benefits to that team. And it's not just having deep playoff runs, which obviously bring more money into the owner's coffers, because we know you make more money, the more home playoff games that you have. Okay. It's not the bubble. All right. You're going to be right here in your arena, but beyond that it's franchise value. It's which, which is the one thing about owners that's never talked about is the franchise value and how it accelerates. Okay. When brand value and all of those kind of things, you are talking about a team. If you have Jimmy, Bam, Dame, and Tyler with his flair and his improvement timelines, you're, I know it is, it, it becomes the biggest show in the sport, I think. Okay. And I, I don't obviously ESPN is going to be reluctant to cover it that way, but I'm just saying you are talking about something that's not quite big three ish, but it's as close as you're going to get. Okay. That, that any franchise could have. So I'm not I, that to me. And, and the, the issue about, you know, the issue about not having mid levels and all that as, and you agree with this, there is no organization better at leveraging underpriced talent than the Miami Heat. So essentially you're putting the burden on Adam Simon to continue to find these guys, Eric Spolster continue to develop these guys, and Andy Ellisberg to continue to give them these team-friendly three-year contracts to keep them in the fold, and that you're going to have a running pipeline of this. That's how you use – that is the inefficiency in the market that they've hit. If you watch Moneyball, okay, and I've never worked for the Oakland A's. They never won a World Series. Billy Bean always said, well, because when you get to the playoffs, it's totally variable. You can't control it. you got one hot pitch or whatever. But they they exploited market inefficiencies. The market inefficiency that the Miami Heat have exploited is they find guys, and Brady and I just did a whole episode on this, and I'm probably two guys we talked about are going to end up getting big contracts in three years. You're right. Okay? Where we do the same thing with all these guys. We get excited about them. At first, a little bit. They got one skill, but they're unpolished in other areas. Then the Heat give them more responsibility in the second summer league. Then they kind of they get into the rotation. Then they play a little bit in high leverage situations. And then they end up getting $63 million like Max Struska's got or whatever. They're going to find two more of those guys. So if you can keep finding those guys, I don't care about the mid-level exception. Because you're competing. I mean, and again, there's always going to be a Christian Wood or Kelly Oubre who does not get what they were supposed to get because other teams thought that they were either uncoachable or wouldn't fit in a system. And Eric Spolster is going to look at him and say, give him to me, give him to me. So, and, and he has the conversation with him and says, let me rebuild your value. Okay. Like doing with Josh Richardson now. And like, they're probably going to do with either Oubre or Wood. So they are perfectly positioned to do this. And my thing is like, you're talking about a 23 year old Tyler hero and a 28 year old, right? Caleb Martin where Tyler is signed for the next three years mm-hmm. and Caleb is really only signed for one. I, I don't think there's any, I mean, I, I, I hate giving up Jovich, but you got to give up something here, but Brady, I mean, how would let, let's just go to the basketball part of this. Okay. Tyler hero 
in a in a three-man backcourt, which is essentially what it would be, Tyler Hero, Dame Lillard, and Josh Richardson. To me, that's the best backcourt in basketball. 100%. I mean, you could throw, let's say, in the starting lineup if Jimmy's at the three. Like, talk about Jimmy being able to take off a regular season. Like, he literally could sit 60 games probably, and they could still probably have a decent record like that. That's valid. They could do certain stuff there where it's like uh, – it's it's just tough to deal with as an opposing defense. Like, I don't really know how you can uh, – you have two guys that are not only – very top level pick and roll players, but both of them are high level shooters. Both of them were just in the three point contest. Like both of them are like high level spot up guys that could do certain stuff uh, that you can move things around with. And then I talked before about like when Dame passes half court t- players have to pick him up and all of a sudden like a bam in that scenario would have so many open lanes. Add Tyler into that equation. Like that's why in the, in the previous podcast, I've talked so much about having Duncan, why I think it's so important just because I think Duncan could, it's tough to deal with if you have Duncan and, and Dame in a potential roster. You're talking about Tyler Hero now, who has gravity not only behind the three-point line, but everywhere else on the court. Like, I just don't know what, like, that is Spolstra heaven. Like, give Spolstra, you just talk about, like, give him to me, like, these low-level, like, undrafted guys and uh, minimum players like Christian Wood and Oubre. Give him four high-level talents that we're talking about right now, and it's just it is tough to bet against that, especially what we've seen the last few years. So, from a basketball you, perspective, you also have role definition, which is the other thing, I, because you you have four guys, but you have role definition because they will operate in different places on the floor. Am I wrong? I mean, am I am I jumping out too much on a limb there? Because I feel like people are going to throw like Steph and Clay at me and and others. But I mean, where would this rank as a backcourt? I mean, Harden and Maxi, we can't even count it anymore. I don't know where Harden's going to be, but I'm just trying to think of the best guards in the league and who they play with. Like, I think you're you're pretty damn close because Steph and Clay is just iconic, and so like, yeah, they're going to get a pass on all these conversations. But like, functionally, if you think about the third guy there, I think that's still a little. We're going to find out what that looks. Well, they like. don't have Jordan Poole anymore, right? Correct. So that's, that's what so, I mean. So it's like so that, that's part of it. I'm just thinking top of my Booker, head here. Booker and Beal, I guess, could be in that. Yeah, yeah. but there's no point guard there. That's a see. I see. That's see. If if I was to say to you, okay, now most people are going to say, okay, it's Booker and Beal, right? But at least with Dame and Tyler, like there will be some role definition there. Like, and I don't know what the Booker Beal thing's going to look like. But the idea that they're going to make Beal the point guard or handle doesn't make sense to me because Booker did it before and was pretty good at it. So I don't really get that, but I'm just looking around. I'm thinking, well, the Clippers know the Lakers know. Uh, I mean, who, who has, I mean, the Eastern conference, Toronto, the Nets, Maybe I mean, Cleveland, if you say Garland and Mitchell, I Garland guess. and Mitchell, right? Would be yeah. right. Would would that, be up there. That's that's definitely on the radar. I bet you that Knicks fans will will, will throw Jalen Brunson and they'll get Josh Hart in their backcourt somehow, right. <laughs> and another guy, and try to get them in the mix. But I'm not buying it. To your point, um, I, I so mean it, Max it, is the third guard in Cleveland, right? Or he's probably going to be the starting three most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but but yeah, I mean you were talking about. Who doesn't want an elite level backcourt? And then you're you're plugging in a guy in Josh who can really play both spots. You can go offense defense with Tyler and Josh at the end of games if if you need to. Although I think they they both be on the floor in a lot of those situations, and because you don't have Caleb, obviously. Look, I, again I, with the Caleb thing, I if you told me to put money on it, I would tell you that Caleb Martin is probably not here beyond next season anyway. I agree. 
So if that's the case, yeah, I did. Would a you rather job have the fake... hero asset? Listen, I did a. I did. Let's just be honest here, and it's in the chat of our show for for y'all to hear how the sausage is made. I did a terrible job of the fake disagree on this show. <laughs> uh, I tried to pull up the other point, but the more that we unpack this, it makes total sense that Tyler is the the more secure player because of his long term contract. But um, let me just cycle back to this, y'all. Are we now at the place where we're going to say the Heat are going to get a top 75 player and they're not going to give up their best player or their second best player or their third best player? Like if, if, if they pull that off hats off, like I, it's just going to build the allure of the crap that I go hope trafficking with. So it's beautiful. I just, it sounds really unrealistic. Doesn't it? It sounds like you're betting against yourself, which I, I understand, but here's the thing. I believe the Heat are going to get this done with a better deal than Heat fans expect. I I just nothing has happened this summer that leads me to believe the Portland Trailblazers have any more leverage than they did at the beginning. And I continue to make the argument that they once Dame gets to camp, they will have less leverage. What are they going to do? Send Dame home? Like, I understand that the NBA is, it took another shot today at Harden with a $100,000 fine. And to me, that's a shot across the bow to Dame again. To just be clear, don't say you're not going to play for anybody. But it makes no sense for the Portland Trailblazers to have Dame Lillard on the court this season because they are trying to tank. They should be trying to tank. They should be trying to keep that lottery pick. They should get it as high up as they possibly can. Dame Lillard will accidentally win them games. It draws them no benefit. It also strings the fans along, keeps the fans from moving on to the young players. It keeps the young players in question. Is it their team? Is it Dame's team? It's a mess. The Miami Heat, meanwhile, can go to training camp with their Hall of Fame coach, and he will figure this shit out if he doesn't have Dame. We trust Chauncey Billups to figure it out at this point? I don't, okay, in that in that whole scenario. So nothing has changed about any of this, except I actually think the Heat have gained more leverage and I wouldn't be surprised. And I don't know. Look, the reporter reported for clutch points. I don't know that reporter. I don't know who he spoke to, but I'll just say this. If I were the Miami Heat, I would be putting it out there that I'd be thinking of ways to keep Tyler Hero and still get Dame. And I would be putting it out there that we may have interest in Joel Embiid someday because I think you need to put Cronin's feet to the fire and say, we're not waiting for you. We're not going to give you the offer that you want. Bring Dame to camp. Dare us to bring our guys to camp and we'll see what happens. So I don't think this is as far-fetched as it was two weeks ago. I still don't think it's likely that they keep Tyler here. I want to be clear on that and are able to get Dame Lillard. But we saw them get Jimmy Butler for Josh Richardson, a first-round pick, and they were able to dump Hassan Whiteside's contract in the process after they had a deal with Dallas that fell through for Dragic because the name was heard wrong. They still pulled that shit off. I wouldn't put it past him to keep Tyler Hero. You're I just wouldn't. Roll. Killing have a good, have in, a good night, in. everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.